We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Show. I am Adam Zedroik, joined by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Belangi. Jordan Cooper got the king of the pitch ticket last week. We're talking Saturday. We're going to get more tickets this week, actually. So we're talking Saturday's four-game slate. There are no big six clubs in this one. It'll be different. It'll be fun. Uh, I believe you guys talk in the past about this being more fun to play than your usual Manchester City ones. But, Jordan, uh, you won on a Manchester City slate this week. So how do we feel about this this four-gamer now? Uh I, I don't enjoy. I enjoy. I don't enjoy this slate as much as I, I would have normally enjoyed it. It's, it's an uncomfortable like that. There's a lot. There's a lot of different constructions that you could do, and you're not comfortable with any of them. Uh and you could build a lot of lineups for GPP. This is this is a great slate for GPPs. Like I don't think there's anyone like outside of a couple of people, like especially the forward range, is like. Dude, go out, if you go after the goals, you're gonna you're, you're gonna win. You're gonna win a large field GPP because, like, the the goal scorers versus like the high floor players, you'd so much math rather have the high floor players in cash. But some of these forwards are just not going to be owned enough, and some of the the higher value midfielders may not be owned enough. And then the defender spot isn't all that great either. So you could get away with like eight different defenders if you wanted to. And the goalkeepers are not, I mean, these are closer games. So I think you have a lot more options on this slate. And uh, for cash games, though, I think it's I think it's going to come down to more with construction than with anything else. And I think I personally think the construction is clear. But we'll, we'll hear from uh, Ryan to see uh, whether or not uh, we agree. Uh, yeah, well... I, I like these slates much better than than city slates, especially city now. Uh, just to touch on uh, just last week, uh, I got crushed last week. I, I I got that slate way wrong. It happens once in a while with city, where you know it's it's the reason why Jordan used to ask the question every time, like, is this just a slate where how much Man City can you fit? 
I mean, sometimes they're in such good spots where the guys have such high floors and they're going to create chances all game and their prices are cheap enough that you just stack them and you just can't fade them, basically, even in cash games. Sometimes I forget that and sometimes you look for other spots. Um, and no, I don't think I'm being results orient- oriented either. Um, last well, week last, was- last week, Ryan, in cash games, like I ended up on Foden in my cash yeah, lineup. So that was clearly the right move. And I, I just mean myself. I wouldn't have been on that. And I, I should have been like, I, I didn't write about it. I didn't really talk about it on, on the podcast, but, but yeah, I should have been more about city, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, you know, the first slate we had Tottenham as the biggest favorite and it's where Kane and son are both over 11 K. And, you know, I hate those slates too, because you're sort of just guessing you can only play one. I don't want to play both and like split half my lineups city as well with Hallen. Now, anyways, so, yeah, I like these slates better. Um, also, I'm playing cash this week. So, I'm just going to play cash from now on. What? Just so you don't have to say. What did you just I, say? Just so, I don't have to, just so I don't have to preface my comments with, and, and I don't play cash. So, <laughs> I played all the, all the single entry double ups, you know, up to Uh-oh. 25 bucks or whatever. It's not much. Like $200 worth of cash. Um, Uh-oh. Just to dip my toes in. Uh, as far as this slate, yeah, I agree with Jordan. Uh I, I thought the I thought the construction uh, while there were a lot a lot of options, I thought it ended up being relatively straightforward as well. So I don't know though. I think there's one main. I I, all I was gonna say is I think that there's gonna be one main question in cash games, and we'll we'll get to it. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so in terms of the odds, we have the implied goal total for this Leicester Southampton match. About 0.4 more than any other match, Leicester are favored. We're going to talk about James Madison. We're going to talk about Jamie Vardy a little bit. But uh, you got four home favorites. And the thing is, the second the second biggest favorite and the third biggest favorite, Everton and Fulham. So that, that's why this, this slate is a little different than what we've dealt with. So it should be interesting to talk about for tournaments. But... Cash games, we have a couple guys. Uh, I think forward is the difficult part for cash games. And we can start there. So Ryan, I think based off what Ryan's comments and his articles, I think that he's going with Eze, uh, 7,600 as his forward. You got the set piece taker for Crystal Palace. They're the fourth biggest favorite against Aston Villa. Jordan, is Eze your first move in forward, or do you think there's another route there? Uh, it is mine. The only okay. concern I have is what if Elise starts. That is a concern. Yeah. <laughs> That's a concern for me too. Like as a, he is mine as well. I don't know first guy in or whatever you said, but but you know I don't love it. Like it's more of it's more so just because there's there's no one else. But yeah, if like if Elise starts and as a sets are cut in half, like yeah, it's almost. There's really no, yeah, I mean, it's almost by default. I think I'm not glued to, to Eze just because of the matchup, uh, this Aston Villa matchup. I know Crystal Palace are favored and all that. And then you throw in Elise, the possibilities with that. And then, you know, Elise could come on for however many minutes, 10, 20, 30, that, you know, that cuts in at the end if it's, if it's that kind of situation, but uh, there's, you know, three midfielders that kind of stand out and that's kind of, and 
maybe the money's not there to spend on Eze. Um, I mean, obviously for cash games, you want the set pieces, but I mean, I think you can go down and still get guys with, with floors, with respectable floors. I mean, I'm kind of overlooking, you know, all the, all the expensive guys in the slate are pretty much goal scorers. So, I mean, for cash games, do we want any of these goal scorers, the guys with the, with the highest scores, Aha, Vardy, Tony, Mitrovic, do we want these guys in cash games? I I don't, but you, you highlighted the main, the main question of the slate for cash games. Do you play Madison and Ward Prowse together? Like to me, if you're playing as a, in your forward slot, you're probably only playing one of Madison and Ward Prowse. You can make it happen even with as a in there, but you have to concede uh, a defender spot and goalkeeper at the same time in order to do it. So there is a way to do that also. Uh, But my main concern, I have no problem with Eze, I mean, this slate this slate isn't all that comfortable to begin with, so I don't I don't mind being uncomfortable at forward. I I hate being uncomfortable at midfield spots. I hate being uncomfortable at at a high price defender spot. But like, in comparison to the goal scores, it's like I'm going to take a guy that could get to ten points without a goal or an assist much more than guys that require goals and assists in order to get there. So if Olise is not in. I, I I have no problem playing Eze. The problem comes in is that if Elise is starts that like halves Eze's set piece value. And uh and after that it's I feel like going down because that we got guys like McNeil here at seventy nine hundred, probably takes a couple of couple of corners with uh, Damari Gray, but I'm not a big fan of him at seventy nine hundred where it's not he's not on Burnley anymore. And McNeil has been subbed off at the 60, 61, 64th minute, like in the past two games. I'm not going to pay 7,900 for two thirds of a game, even if he's and splitting set piece. I mean, like it just, it doesn't seem, it, it doesn't seem smart. I think the Villa guys overall in the slate are overpriced. I think, I don't know why they're like, we got Buendia at 8,000, Coutinho at 7,800, McGinn at 7,700. McGinn at 7,700, I know we'll get to midfield. Has a floor if, like, no one else is in. But if Wendy is in, I don't know about McGinn anymore. So I look at this. Anthony Gordon is playing as a false nine. So his floor goes down there. Then we got, like, guys like Mbwemo. I don't mind him at 7,300, but I'd rather not spend 7,300 there. So what what this le- leads me is, like, if I don't play Eze, like, it's, it's dinky-do time. Welcome to the dink. Welcome to the dinky do. And then we got we got dinky do guys. I, I, uh, I think in the dinky do range, I think the three guys that you'd be looking at. I, 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 I like one. I wait uh, underneath that. Oh, I would say four. There's four guys. Okay, four guys that I I have to include. Uh, number one, I think the highest floor in the dinky do range is uh, Cordova Reed for Fulham at fifty two hundred. Probably going to play close to 90, if anything. They're, they are favored against Brentford. He's a wing player. It's not sexy. But for 5,200, can he give me seven points? Like, I, I think so. Right? And then I also look at Aribo at 4,200, if starting. Uh, the problem is, is that Southampton is away. Is the, the, the biggest underdog, even though it's not like, they're not a huge dog or anything. So that kind of sours me on, like, He's he's the floor punt in that range. 
And then we got the two uh, Crystal Palace guys. You got Ayu at 5,700. And then you got Edward if starting. The problem, the thing with is that if Edward and Ayu start, most likely you can get Eze without a lease. So it's going to mm-hmm. be one of those things where if you're playing one of these guys, it means that you're playing in a lineup with Eze because Elise isn't in. I think 5,700 is a little too high for Ayu, but at least he's more likely to play 90. Edward is 4,400, has better goal scoring odds than like anyone else on the team. But good luck with him playing 90 because I don't I don't think he does if he starts. And so you got like 60, 65 minutes at 4,400 if you need a punt. I almost feel like I'd rather play. Ariba would be the safer floor option. Edward has the goal scoring upside in that range. But to me, that's what, I, to me, uh, unless, unless unless I'm missing something, is there is there anyone else that I have not mentioned that you would even consider in cash games? No, no, I don't think you're missing anyone. And yeah, like, you know, IU, you know, for example, is fine. But, you know, if you're considering IU, you might as well just play Reed just because you're decoded over Reed just because, I use a little bit more expensive. Well, I'm saying if you have to play two of them, let's say. Oh, right. Okay. Right. That's sure. what I'm saying. If we do the dinky do and you're playing Madison and Ward Prowse in midfield spots, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to be able to get to Eze or without really conceding two other spots. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you didn't play um, the dinky do is two guys, six K or below. Yeah. I guess for some reason I get confused and sometimes I feel like the dinky do is like a mid range and then a punt, but yeah, it's the double punt. Okay. That's just um, the single do. That's the dink. That's the dinky. <laughs> the dinky is one. Right. The dinky do is two of them. Okay. Um, well, I think the dinky do is probably a losing strategy on this slate then. Um, those guys just aren't good enough. And I don't think, I just, I don't think the difference of just Ward Prowse versus whoever versus whoever else you're going to play at midfield, man, I don't think it's enough for this dinky do. I don't know. I mean, yeah, D. Cordova reads okay. Um, Joe Rebo, man, I think my week would have turned out a lot better if Rebo started. He was in all my lineups. Of course, he doesn't start, and then he comes on and scores. But anyways, yeah, I think Rebo's fine. Yeah, I don't mind that matchup against Lester. Like Lester, give up plenty of chances. Um, but I kind of like Anthony Gordon. Um, he plays 90 out of Everton's front three. And, you know, we remember last season he was splitting sets and even taking some free kicks. So when, when McNeil and or gray goes off, you're going to get some sets from Gordon and playing in that false nine role. Um, I mean, this is the matchup you want him in the false nine role against at home against Nottingham forest. I mean, Everton is not a great team by any means, but this will be one of their better chances to score some goals. And I mean, Gordon's their best player. Um, Supposedly Chelsea just offered 45 million for him and Everton turned it down, which is interesting, but yeah. So I I like Isaiah Gordon. I think I would have to go with one of them. I don't want Ward Prowse enough uh, to go with the dinky do. Well, I I think when we get to midfield, I'm, I'm when I said the clear construction, I, we're we're both in agreement. I don't I don't think forcing in uh, both Madison and Ward Prowse is a priority enough, especially because I believe we have. Uh, I, I'm more likely to play three midfielders on this. I think there's enough midfield value. Mm-hmm. To me, midfield is the best spot. Is is the best uh, value spot on the slate. So I don't want to fill in if if like if I have to sacrifice both of my forward spots in order to fill two of my midfield spots with high price guys. 
it's like, well, I'm missing out on the cheaper midfield value. I'd rather just fill a forward spot with someone that could get more than two points. Right. Right. I, right. I, I don't want to be stuck with the defend with the, with two defenders that could barely get any points or a goalkeeper that is more likely to concede in order to just get in. And we'll talk about Madison versus Ward Prowse, but it'll end up being we're playing Madison over. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. Yeah. One of my first builds had Madison Gray and Ward Prowse. And just thinking about it, it's just too much to spend right there in the midfield. Cause you're just stuck with these these forwards that don't really that you're not really getting you know a guarantee from them. So it it just I mean we could go to midfield. We talked we talked extensively here about forward. Um, I mean I guess if you guys want to mention anyone that stands out for tournaments, it's just all you know it's just all goal scores here. So like I love I, mid I love midfield this late. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely I, love. I I I think that the, there's I think built. There are some builds here that you could build with like two higher price forwards. Like you're playing Vardy, Mitrovic, like at a, just, just to continue on, on forward, just a, a slightly more, cause we didn't mm-hmm. talk about GPPs. I'm, I, I am much more likely to play. I think Vardy will be higher on, will be twice as owned as Mitrovic. And I don't think that's, that, that should be, I think, no, nope. I think Mitrovic should not, Shvardy should be higher on. He has better high goal scoring odds. They have a slightly higher team total. But you're not going to see Fulham in favored spots much of the season. Okay? And then when they are favored, Mitrovic Mitrovic could shoot eight times. I mean, like, Mitrovic is a volume guy. So if they're they're on the front foot, if they're getting 62 plus percent possession, he could play 90 minutes. And even if he does, even if he doesn't score a goal, could get 11 points. I mean, so like I look at, I look at Mitrovic's ceiling from a goal plus peripherals higher than Vardy's goal plus peripherals. Cause Vardy, if he doesn't score goals, he's not doing, he doesn't, he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So like, I think Vardy will be much higher on. I, I obviously Tony will be lower on because it, he's on the Brentford side of that. But like, I just want, I just wanted to mention that out of, out of the forwards for GPPs, uh, my some of my GPP lineups, I'm playing six of them. I may have some some little mini Fulham stacks because I think Fulham is actually underpriced on this. Slide. Yeah, Brentford are actually priced like they're the favorite. Like Embuemo shouldn't be two thousand or whatever he is more than Decord over Reed. There's there's a basically maybe not the same players, but I mean, why is Decord over Reed two k less than Embuemo? Like those prices are incorrect. Right. But at midfield, the thing about midfield is like. Outside of Madison, Ward Prowse, and then and a lot of these players are midfield forward eligible, or they're not going to start. Uh, like to me, it's Madison, Ward Prowse, McGinn, Buendia. I think if Buendia is in at eight thousand versus John McGinn at seventy seven hundred, I think they they both become bad. Like now, now, now it's just like you don't want to play either. Now they're both overpriced. Even if one of them was in and one of them was out. I think they're overpriced as it is. I don't think they're necessary. And then I look at Damari Gray and go, okay, I don't mind Damari Gray. Like, I don't mind a mid a cash game where I'm playing Madison and Gray in my lineup. But outside outside of that, like anyone that's decently priced in midfield, those to me, those are the options. And I think builds that don't have any or have one of these guys, like, because you there's 
there's not many places to go with, with defender. Uh, playing one of these guys and two cheaper midfielders with with a a high uh, salary forward. To me, those are the GPP builds. I'm playing Madison plus two, 5K or below midfielders, plus a Vardy, plus a Mitrovic, plus, a, you know, something like that. And then, like, pairing a defender, a fullback with one of those forwards, and Anthony Robinson, like, that that type of build, like, that's what I'm looking at for GPPs. But in cash games, like, I think Madison is easily the priority. I have no problem just, like, I'm going to pl- just pl- I'm going to plug in Madison. They're the biggest favorite. Majority set piece taker. Goal scorer. Plays 90. Like, it's James Madison. Like, why? Like, just why? Why why play the Ward-Prowse side? Yeah, Ward-Prowse has a floor. But, like, is it worth playing both of them together? So, like, for only a $1,500 difference, I'll play Madison. So, like, to me, that's, that's, that's the easy choice. But in GPPs, I, I think Ward-Prowse... I'm not Ryan. What do you think? Do you think people are going to play? Do you think Ward Prowse goes over owned or under owned in GPPs? Yeah, probably under. I I don't know. Like, do people do people play him? I feel like people aren't going to play him. I don't know what you think. It's hard to because people like playing Ward Prowse. I mean, like, I know, I know. I could I could see people trying to play both of them together because we yeah. say like like I don't think that's the right construction even for cash games. But I could see people. Or they don't play Madison, but they then they play Ward Prowse because there's no one up here. There's like there's no one here to play, so they go okay. Well, I'm going to fade Madison and play Ward Prowse. Like they do something like that because there's not much paying. There's not multiple defenders worth paying up for, so it's quite possible. Like I don't like, I don't see people necessarily playing McGinn at 7,700. So it's people like, where like are they spending in, their money? I, I'm always, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm terrible at predicting soccer ownership, but it always surprises me how high McGinn is owned. So I don't know. I kind of feel like. Yeah, people, but when McGinn's 5,200, that's a different story. Yeah, 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 true. Um, I love 5K. I play 5K McGinn all the time. Yeah, 5K McGinn for sure. 7-7 seven, seven is a lot. Yes. Um, yeah, maybe you're right. People like playing Ward Prowse. 8,700 is not that much. There isn't that much to spend for it forward. I mean, yeah. Also, there isn't that much to spend for a defender. I could see people going, well, why do I have to pay at for any defender position? They play one cheap fullback and a center back. And they're like, well, yeah. now, I can, now I can play both Madison and Ward Prowse. Yeah, I, play, I think you're right. I play Mason Holgate and, and Patterson or something, like, and then I'm, I'm good. Yeah, and some of the winning lineups, I know the first week and maybe even last week and on one of the Sunday slates have had two center backs, like a 2,500 and 2,900 and they're winning first place. So I don't, you know, people are doing it. People, people see that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. Matt, as far as like Madison for cash games, I mean, yeah, you're, I, you're putting in James Madison and then making a lineup. I mean, if you're playing cash games this week and you don't play Madison or you're not playing Madison, it should be your last week playing soccer <laughs> right no it should be your first you should be in next week you'd be playing me in head to head we're playing ryan and head head ryan will start there playing you go I'm, I'm a newbie as well so we can <laughs> battle it out yeah i mean that's uh that's kind of how it goes uh i mean we could see a 15 point floor for madison and that's you know that's a floor so this is before you know he possibly gets on the score sheet uh, personally, just in terms of this Aston Villa Crystal Palace game, I'm staying away from it in, in most of my builds. 
it just seems like, you know, I mean, we can see that the implied goal total here is under 2.5, but I mean, it just seems like it's going to be a cagey match. We got Crystal Palace at home. Always seem to be a little more defensive in their home matches. Um, I know Jordan doesn't look like to look at recent results, but uh, but last season they were they were cagey matches. That, that's just how these uh, how these managers play. Gerard against Vieira, uh, it, it, they're just pretty cagey managers. If it uh, happened it, last year twice, it has to happen again. I mean. It's just the way they play, though. Well, 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 We're not expecting this to be like a 2-2 match, though. I don't think I'm, there's going to be a ton of opportunities. I don't view it that way. I view it from the more of the thing that Aston Villa is overpriced on this slate, so it's less likely I'm playing their players. And Crystal Palace, like, they're kind of over. Like, I think the whole game is kind of overpriced for the total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that if, if you told me if you told me these guys were half off, Right, that I could, that could play uh, story. Yeah, yeah. McGinn at 4K and, and Eze at 5K. Then I'd be like, well, I don't care if it's a cagey matchup. Look how look how cheap these guys are. So, like to me, it's 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 the it's the price versus that. So it's not I'm I'm not agreeing with you from the perspective of oh, it's gonna be a one-nothing game, and that's why I'm not playing it. It's just that why am I playing Aston Villa's the dog away dog, and these prices, they're like the most expensive team on the slate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just John again at 7,700 is, I mean, it seems like he gets a 10 points every match, but, uh, you need more than 10 for 7,700. Yeah. Right. Um, what do you think, uh, 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 Ryan in this mid range? Uh, I read your, I read your article. So I, I know your answer. Uh, I agree with you. Matthias Jensen at 5,800. I'm I'm passing on uh, as an away dog, and he tends to come off. He yeah, play ninety, even though he'll have a majority of set pieces when he's on. I think yeah. he'll be over owned. I don't think back. he'll be over over owned, but Based obviously, off that- I prefer the other side. Pereira at five thousand to me is a cash play, mm-hmm. but I would I would feel Pereira may not be in any of my GPP lineups. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I agree with everything you said. Pereira may not be in any of my GBP lineups. I think he's a cash play, though. You know, majority set piece taker. He's been playing, I think, 90 minutes or close to 90 minutes both times. Yeah, 86 and 89. Um, Jensen, you know, Jensen's one of those tough ones because if Jensen was a 90-minute player, he would be better than these other guys or quote-unquote safer. But He's not, and he was he was getting subbed like this last season at sixty minutes, seventy minutes all the time. So also, uh, Damsgaard is now on their team. So there's yeah, another guy call. that's going to come off the bench. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I can't do that. Be- and oh, sorry. Um, no, no, it's I, I'm not a Damari Gray guy. Like I, I probably have played him less than most throughout the the past two seasons, but. Yeah, you know, he's splitting sets now. This is a great matchup. He's playing longer than Dwight McNeil. Uh, 90 minutes the first game, then 81. Goal scoring upside, like a good player, take shots, good matchup, and good price. So I think, yeah, I think I think Gray is my guy here too. Again, like don't love it, but it's a good price and he has upside and he's shown a floor. So I yeah, I think that's where I'd go. Right, that's why I like midfield. It's like Matt, give me Madison, give me Gray, give me Pereira. I think so. Yeah, but there are other options for for GPPs. 
make 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 your lineup with Pereira in it and put in and Cabano. There you go. That, that that to me, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cabano, like that's why I like full like Fulham to me are underpriced on this slate. And I'll play I'll play a Cabano Mitrovic Anthony Robinson lineup. Yeah, yeah. It makes like like to me sense. to me to me that's that's to me that's the play. That's so I don't the, think Cabano is going to be very owned mm-mm. at all because people mm-mm. will just say I'll play Pereira instead. Or I'll right or they're filling their forward spot with De Cordova Reed, who I don't think is going to be all that owned either. Maybe I'll end up being twenty percent owned. But then we got another like if I I wish I could play four midfielders instead of two forwards. Because I think, I think forty three hundred for Tielemans is a little too cheap. Yeah, it's, yeah, I know. I, that's a weird one, Tielemans. I I think so too. You know, from what we've seen from Tielemans, and with Lester being big favorites, I mean, we know he scores goals, and he 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 gets he has a floor in different ways. I mean, obviously he doesn't take sets anymore, but I'm I'm worried about Tielemans. I don't know, like you know, there's questions of whether he was even going to start and then he did start. And then, you know, he started against Arsenal and came off. That's kind of understandable because they were losing. I don't know. You just, it, I don't know what's going on at Leicester. All their players are leaving. Um, the Thielman situation is weird. Yeah. He's too cheap. So I think it's a good like tournament play if we're talking that. Um, but Caban very well really... at 5,700. Like if you're going to play a Leicester like let's say you're gonna play a, like a some type of Lester stacky type of thing, yeah. To me, do you play Dewsbury Hall? Like, what do you do with Madison in these types of lineups? Like, I almost feel like if you play Dewsbury Hall, you wouldn't play Madison. Like, you'd play a Dewsbury Hall Vardy lineup without Madison, and also it depends whether or not Barnes is in in the lineup. So, like, if if people are trying to build these Lester lineups, like. If Barnes is in, they're going to play a four-three-three. So let's mm-hmm. let's let's can we just go over Leicester because it'll, it'll affect the defenders also. Yeah, let's go over Leicester because if they play a four-three-three, that you have to downgrade Justin Castagna at at the defender position. Also, they're they're a little bit cheaper than they normally would be anyway, so I don't mind them in the defender spots. But I think this lineup this this it depends on what they do with it, whether or not Barnes is in on if this is going to be a three-four-three. Or a four-three-three, or a four-two-three-one, because I, because to me that I think that matters a lot. On a four-three-three, Tielemans and Dewsbury Hall, I prefer because yeah. they're not going to just be two holding midfielders. And then especially if Justin and Castagna are playing in a four-man backline, like that just allows them much more freedom to get forward. And then the opposite is true that if they're playing with three central defenders. Then I prefer the the wing back types. Than the central midfielders. Yeah, I want to say even if Barnes doesn't start, uh, apparently Wesley Fofana is taking him, himself out of the squad. So that's you know they're they're top. Yeah, he's another back. guy that's leaving. I, less, yeah, why are they so all leaving? What's going he's, on? He's going to Chelsea basically, and yeah. he doesn't want to get hurt, or they're working on a deal, that kind of a thing. So, I mean, we could see like a, a Sayunchu back there, but I think he's pretty much been moved out of the squad. So I think it's pretty likely we'll get four in the back. So I think we'll, we're at like, I don't know, 80% chance that happens. So I, I, I think we can go forward assuming that, but you know, just an assumption. So. I agree. Yeah. And it seems like Barnes, it seems like Barnes is 
Yeah, you know, even if Barnes you. doesn't start, like we've seen Vardy and Daka start together. I mean, Vardy True. and Ianacho start together, so that's an yeah. Option yeah, but as well. I'm saying, but with Daka and Ianacho, they're pro- they're gonna, they're going to play with Madison in in the, in the like the ten role. Like that's yeah, that would be like that. a a four three one two kind of a thing. Right, but I'm saying when Madison's in the ten role, that means Dewsbury Hall and Tielemans will be behind him. As opposed to when Madison's playing on a wing role in a three-man front line, it allows Tielemans and Dewsbury Hall to get more forward in centrally because there's no one in front of them. Mm-hmm. Well, what if? What about Indidi? Well, Indidi's the holding midfielder. I, I, who cares about Indidi? Right, but then I mean, if Madison's the ten, oh, oh, sorry, then and then it's saying. a diamond. If, and D- if they play, yeah, if they play two, all forwards. three of them are behind him. Obviously, right. Didi's the first. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's like the Liverpool situation when you were talking four three threes. Even when it's a four three three with Dewsbury Hall, I'm still not. I'm. I still don't like him that much in a four three three. No, but I'm just saying it's a little bit of it's a little bit of an upgrade. I'm saying yeah. if you're looking to get off of Madison, I'd rather like. When Madison's in the 10, like Madison's valuable regardless of where he plays, mm-hmm. but it's just like, what's the value of, if I fade Madison, who do I prefer? Like if I fade Madison, I'm much, and 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 let's say Ianacho and Vardy are together. Maybe I just play Ianacho and Vardy together and just like do that instead of playing Dewsbury Hall or Tielemans at all. And then yeah. if it's a 4-3-3, three, three, mm-hmm. then I'm, if I fade Madison, I could play Barnes. I could play Dewsbury. I could play. There's a lot more in a four-three-three. There's a lot more options. The midfield options, the 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 chances of them getting forward centrally exist more. I mean, maybe I'm overthinking. Maybe it's not as drastic as I'm making it out to be. I'm just saying that Leicester's the biggest favorite technically on this slate, and Madison's going to be super owned, and Vardy's probably going to be the highest owned forward. So it's like, what? Look what I did at Man City yesterday, last week. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, Mars right. is going to be owned. De Bruyne's going to be owned. Holland's going to be owned. Cancelo's going to be owned. It's like, okay, well, I'll play Cancelo, but then I'll play Foden and Gundogan. And like, so Leicester, it's like, let's say they win three to one or something like that. So it's like, okay, what happens if Vardy doesn't score and Madison doesn't score? Who's the score? Who scored? Barnes, Mm -hmm. Dewsbury, like do something like that. So I'm trying to figure out what the best combination of that is. Or you play Madison in those lineups regardless. Right. Okay. So I'll just give you my answer. Um, I'm going to play Madison regardless. Uh, and it's for like it's for a few reasons. Going back to forward, you know, you were talking about Vardy, Tony, Mitrovic. Um, yeah, so like I don't really play Vardy much of ever in these spots. Uh, if there's a guy that's cost me more money, I don't know if that's the right word because there's been plenty of times where fading him's worked. But anytime where Vardy scores a brace or a hat trick, like I'm losing pretty much because he's always overowned. And he and you know too expensive and no floor and gets subs. So I just pretty much don't play Vardy in these spots, and I'm and not really going to here. Um, and then Dewsbury he's Hall, my, he's my Kane, right? Like Kane is yeah. that for me? Yeah, he's one of those guys for me for sure. And then uh, like Dewsbury Hall, um, you know, unless he's in the front three like that one match or like you know more attacking. Yeah, like I understand that Leicester are the biggest favorite on the slate, but this is not City. This is Leicester Southampton, which is like could be a pick'em game, you know. T- to be honest, mm-hmm. um, so and like Dewsbury Hall, fifty-seven hundred's kind of a lot. Like I- I'd be cool with playing him. For, I kind of like Tielemans. Uh, yeah, like at in the, the price, in the range. Um, but I'd rather try to get more of a goal score than play Dewsbury Hall, who 
who I like, but who also might be somewhat owned because Lester are the biggest favorite. Now, if I was playing Vardy, maybe I'd pair the two together and fade Madison. Um, but yeah, for me, I just, I play a lot of Madison in, in these spots and like it's hard not to when he's been scoring so many goals recently he's been putting up huge scores consistently for a while now so yeah i don't know like i mean what's yeah. wrong with going like in the same match just like Gineppo at 4600 compared to dewsbury hall well i would probably be playing as a wing back i'm not a big yeah fan. i mean that's that's still like an outside midfielder that gets forward plenty i guess that's i okay, guess so. i think you should just to be honest, i think you should just go joe rebo if you want to run it back I mean, more of a chance at a goal. I don't mind the Gineppo call, though. You know, Gineppo, just in general, you know, we see, I don't know, he's had nine, over nine floor points in, in both games. Like, no, he assisted that first game. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Well, he's a pretty decent, he just never plays 90 minutes, but I, he's been sort of unlucky not to get a few more goals and assists like so, the last seasons. I just want to say, uh, he went 72 minutes in the opener, Romain Peraud, played in that match, came off the bench for him because Romain Proud is like the left back, left wing back. Proud missed the last match. Gineppo went 89 minutes. Uh, Proud is still out. So I just want to say it's, you know, it's still possible that Gineppo gets close to 90. Okay, can, yeah, I make I mean, the, can I make the anti-Gineppo case? Yeah, I'm not going to play him. I was just going to finish. Yeah, I mean, it, his name is Musa Gineppo and we no, never that, play him. That's no, no, I'm talking about from a DFS perspective. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. He's playing as a wing back, right? There's a, they also have another wing back called Kyle Walker Peters on their team. Okay. Kyle Walker Peters is defender eligible while Gineppo is midfield eligible. We've already said that we like the midfield spots on this slate more than any other slots. So, like, defender, I'm not all that enthralled with many, many people. If I'm going to play a guy in that range, 4,600 to 5,100, why don't I just fill my defender spot with a $5,100 player? then take up one of my three potential midfield spots with a $4,600 player who's essentially playing the same role. Like what's the difference between Gineppo and Kyle Walker Peters in their formation? Like, yeah. Well, the difference is that the biggest, under, the biggest underdog and Walker Peters is going to play 90 regardless. Gineppo is going to be 20% less owned and no one's going to have him. No, Walker Peters ain't going to be owned. Get the hell out of here. I, I mean, no, I was actually going to say the only reason, like basically the only reason it would be, yeah, because of, ownership no one's gonna play Gineppo if he scores sure but like you don't want to go for that he doesn't score how come the only the only affordable ass Aston Villa players down here Jacob Ramsey when you say he doesn't score that means he's gonna score you know this right yeah I mean I I've seen him get in good positions but yeah and he's not scoring from from wing back no uh, but Ramsey <laughs> Ram, Ramsey at 4200 is, is that is that viable uh sure but I you know, I'm I'm with Adam on this one, uh, where that game is definitely the least appealing. Um, I don't know that that one stick it st sticks out in my mind, Adam. When you were talking about that game being cagey, I specifically remember one of those matchups was an island game with a big showdown contest, and I was like, it was painful to watch. I just there was <laughs> yeah, it was painful to watch at times. And I'm not, of course, I'm not saying that's going to happen again. But it's the same managers and basically the same teams. There's a reason that game has the lowest total. I don't mind playing some guys in that game. Zaha can easily score a brace in that matchup, and you know he's going to be less owned than those other forwards. Um, yeah, I mean, just in that range, like Telemans at least takes shots from 30 yards out. It seems like Ramsey's goals are 
you know, he's getting through off a rebound or something, and he's always scoring right in front of net. I, uh, you know, Telemann just in the higher scoring match. So it just seems like why go Ramsey right. and get Telemann? Yeah, no, you definitely. Telemann has all different types of goals in him. Absolutely. Are we going further down? Uh, we got I, I Romeo got one, Lavia. I got one at, more potential. I got one more. It's not Lavia, is it? No. Don't say Harrison Reed. No. Okay. If you need a pure punt, which I don't think you need on this slate, and it, it's there's only obviously if he's in, he's not even in the projected eleven. Uh, Lewis O'Brien at thirty one hundred. Ah, uh, yeah. Why? Why Lewis O'Brien and not Romeo Lavia? Lavia has gone ninety back to back matches. O'Brien probably won't go ninety because Nadia and Forrest signed like five central midfielders in the past week. Um, I I mean, I would say. Yeah, I mean, sure that O'Brien has more upside if you're right. trying to that, get that's, a goal. That, I mean, Lavi is playing. I mean, That'd he's playing as a defensive midfielder. Like you know, Everton. We've talked about this being a good spot for Everton, but targeting teams against Everton was pretty, you know, pretty successful last season. They're a good matchup for teams as well, uh, oftentimes. All right. Um... I mean, Lewis O'Brien's still pretty defensive, but we don't have to talk about these. Right, three I'm just, I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing it out. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. think you need someone that cheap, but I'm right, just, no, no, whatever. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, so Defender here. Uh... We got the question of Luca Dina at sixty eight hundred. I thought I was going to be alone in saying he, I, I don't like him in this spot. But uh, I read Ryan's article and I'm seeing Jordan's reaction. It doesn't seem like anyone likes Luca Dina here. Sixty eight hundred, maybe won't have set pieces at Crystal Palace as an underdog. Not a cash play. Is that where we're coming to? I don't think he's. I don't think he's necessary. And, I mean, mm-hmm. you can use him. I think in GPPs he will be over owned. At 6,800, forget the game log people that don't realize that, especially if Wendy is in also, like it's quite possible that Dina has completely lost all set pieces. Like, so look, look at the, look at the, do the, the pro and con assessment of this. Let's say we're not sure, but to say that we're confident is anything. We're going by very small sample sizes. If, if Dean, Dina still has set pieces, he still only has them on one side. Right, because McGinn, McGinn or Buendia or both are in. So he's only going to have them on one side at most. Okay? 
He's in an underdog position away, which means he's not going to be as forward crossing the ball in, in an open play. He's priced as if that's like his best case scenario. He's like efficiently priced. Like he's a, like everything has to go perfectly for him to be 6,800. It's possible that he has no set pieces anymore. And at that point, he's, he's essentially a $5,200 defender. Like he just becomes like, like, okay, he's like, uh, it could be, he could be anyone on this slate. He becomes uh, like one, one of the, one of the Lester wing backs. He becomes just like, like a, a Kyle Walker Peters. He becomes one he becomes of those. Like, of he becomes Anthony Robinson. Right, right. Some, exactly. Someone <laughs> well, like that. The best case scenario is basically week one where Aston Villa went down early to Bournemouth and they kind of pressed the rest of the way. And Dina had, he actually took set pieces. He had four corners and had a floor of 10 points. That's the best case scenario, I feel like. And it's a more difficult matchup against Crystal Palace. So. Right. The, to me, Dean, I, I don't see a need for it. Uh, I don't see a need for Villa at all. Of course, that means they're going to score four goals when I say that. The only defender I prioritize on this slate is Nico Williams at 5,700. Uh, get him before he loses set pieces because uh, this is probably the last game that he has set pieces because they signed Gibbs White. So I'm going to assume that Gibbs White's going to start. Yeah, maybe. But I mean... I mean, Nottingham Forest are not a very good team, but Nico Williams, they, they play in a 3-4-3. Three, three. Well, they have 20 new signings, so... Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I'm saying as of as of now, like, yeah. on this slate, to me, Nico Williams, I plug in. The thing is, the second defender spot could be God knows how many other people. Yeah, you can go... You can go a lot of places, and... You can go to a center back. You could go, if you wanted to, on this slate... If you play Nico Williams, this is for like cash and even for GPP, I guess. But I would more likely to correlate for GPP. Uh, Nico Williams at one defender spot and then uh, wait until all the lineups are confirmed and then scroll all the way down and whatever the lowest green check mark is, you're probably not nuts for doing that. Like that's it's it's a type of slate where I'm not sure that that from a floor perspective. So we're not talking about goals and assists. I'm not sure that there are many defenders that are going to score double digits yeah jordan um yeah i agree um so nico williams for sure and then yeah i'm off dina for all the same reasons nico williams was great against west ham on sunday i wrote in my article he was everywhere he was everywhere both sides of the field taking shots taking corners from both sides uh so yeah um Jordan, what I was going to say, I'm thinking about rostering a $2,500 defender in cash. Is is that a mistake? You think? No, I said I said it's not. It's not nuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's nuts at all. Like, can I guess? Can I guess who it is? Well, I I didn't necessarily mean 2,500, but oh. yeah, you can guess because I do like yeah, guess who it is. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, let, let me see the pricing. I'm going. I'm going to guess. Uh, Mason Holgate. <laughs> I think he was 3K, right? Yeah, he's yeah, 3K. Maybe. He's 3K, but that's that's who it would have been. There wasn't really – I just put, like, I think there might only well, be – Yeah, you go to start. the Everton. You go to Everton because you're going to – the use... highest clean sheet odds, yeah. right? And it's like, why, yeah. not, why, not play, yeah. why not play Holgate? Well, I mean, yeah, okay, without saying... Is that the guy? Did I guess it right? No, but he's he's 3K, so I, I needed a 2,500 guy. Like, 
Oh, I'm sorry for spending 500 more on this. Right. No, but I mean, without giving my lineup away, I mean, which it basically will, we talked about midfield, Madison, Gray, Pereira. Okay. I have that. I have Nico Williams at defender. Okay. It's a Marty. No, it's it's not, but it could be. I didn't even see that he might be starting, but I have, I have, I have Eze and Gordon. I don't even need the dinky do. As a Gordon, Madison, Gray, Pereira, Nico Williams, there's six of my cash. Oh, I think I, I think I know. I mean, there's six of Mark, Mark, uh, Mark uh, Gay, whatever guy. Mark Gay, he with the keeper with in the game with the lowest total. I mean, there you go. Oh, did you did you listen to the pronunciation for the Crystal Palace? I mean, uh, the- I actually did. I actually did watch that that's video. How you, but that's how we're I saying knew it was right. Gay, he already. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That was one of the names that I that I I had done actually a little research on that name All right. last year. So yeah, I've been saying Guayhi, but it's Gayhi. Mm-hmm. So Jordan, now you know. But I think if you don't go all the way down, I don't see a reason like that. Like I go like Justin forty two hundred, Patterson forty four hundred, Robinson forty five hundred. I don't see any yes. reason why those three guys are any any better any worse than the guys that are more expensive than rico henry like michael lenko at 5400 maddie cash 5300 rico henry 5200 kenny right. tet at 5000 castagna at 4900 like i don't see like these you're paying an extra 500 for what i mean it just it feels it's like- not worth it even if they were yeah jordan yeah even if they were all the same price i mean even if they were all the same price for for dfs Anthony Robinson's better than all those other guys. And right. I know, you know, Fulham were in the championship, but they were in the Premier League before that. And he'll be good at, for DFS in the Premier League this year. So, yeah, I agree. Patterson, he's in a good spot uh, in a, as a wingback against Forrest and then Justin, too. These Leicester guys, Castagna specifically, I mean, no floor with Castagna. None, even when he's a wingback. Um, Justin, a little better. And Justin's cheaper and obviously their favorite. So yeah, it's those three guys. Like I don't want to punt defender. I I, I hate paying twenty five hundred. I will try to get to, you know, that range, that Robinson Justin range in tournaments. But I will, you know, play some twenty five hundred dollars center backs because you're not losing too much on this slate. Right. And if I play the twenty five hundred dollars center backs in GPPs, I'm more more likely to easily just pair them with the goalkeeper. Right. Definitely. Like, Definitely. Because to get the ceiling, like get the extra three points. That's why like. I could see myself building a lineup with like Holgate Pickford, Holgate Pickford Patterson as an Everton defensive stack, and then building, you know, and in my Fulham lineups, having, you know, Robinson and and, and Rodak together. Even though, for for instance, like uh, one of the things we've seen like Saramek do, the correlation of like someone like Robinson is actually more, is more beneficial in games where Fulham goes down. Yeah. So correlating those types of play, like I've been looking at the the attacking full the attacking fullbacks, maybe not correlating with a goalkeeper, but the like more of defensive minded fullbacks. Or when you when you play like Nathan Ake and you're playing Ederson together, like that, those are the ones where the clean sheet matters a lot more. So like maybe I maybe I could play Robinson, Mitrovic, uh, Pereira, Cabano type of lineup. But in those lineups, I'm playing some type of like Brentford player in yeah. it, rather than the goalkeeper. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I I remember Saramek 
and you talking about it on that podcast. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for some reason, you're on Rico Henry. Aaron Hickey plays on the other side, and he's 1,200 cheaper. Uh, um, it, do we? So I thought Hickey. I don't know. I could be wrong with this, but I thought he was playing in the back three. I. Uh, um, I mean, it depends what they play. Been, he was playing in the back three in in one or two of those first two games. Yeah, it depends what depends they, how they line up. Um, yeah, if he actually like was. He, is in, he actually played. Uh, they played five in the back. They played five three two against Manchester United. And he was actually right back. Mads Rearslev was the center back. So he was right back in both those matches. Yeah, because that's where I thought he was going to be. It was weird to see him in the back, right center back in the first game. But yeah, like, you know, they signed him as a fullback. Uh, well, they played a 4 3 3 in the first game. That's why we went back ah, here. I guess I got um, confused about something then. Okay. Yeah. So they went 4 3 3, 5 3 2. And then I'm projecting a 4 3 3 again because I assume they went okay. to the 5 3 2 because of the matchup against Manchester United. Uh, I mean, it could be the same thing. We'll see what happens. But okay. so far, it seems like he's playing as a fullback slash wingback okay. slash whatever. So that, goal, um, that goalkeeper, uh, I, I, I like that what you pointed out in, in Ryan in the article that the highest price keeper isn't the one with the highest clean sheet odds. Yeah. That it, it's, it's one of these slates where what Danny Ward has the highest win odds, but the win, the win odds difference on the rotowire cheat sheet. You should be getting that rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Lester has a 51.8% win chance. Everton has a 48.77. Like it's not that dramatically different, but Everton 36% clean sheet odds versus 29. So based on that, I'd rather pay $100 less for Pickford. Yeah, it's pretty different, Ford. right? It's pretty different when, you know, Lester, who have the most expensive keeper, have 29% clean sheet odds. And then you go all the way down and, I don't know, the, the second biggest underdog has 20-some percent clean sheet odds. Like, everybody's in the 20s, except for Norwich and Everton. I mean, Nottingham and... Norwich, uh, we're playing championship, no, South, all right. Southampton, right. Sorry, Southampton. Southampton. Right. Sorry, I wasn't looking. <laughs> right. So to, to me, to me, it's in cash, just play Pickford. And then if you're not playing Pickford, like close your eyes and just whatever. Like that, like truthfully, if you're not playing Pickford, you're probably just going all the way down. Just like go. And maybe you don't play Bazunu. Maybe I mean, you can just go and play, play Henderson. Bazunu. <laughs> like the differences between like uh, the differences between uh, Rodak and Henderson are not dramatic enough that there should be a $600 difference. It's like. They all should be within two or three hundred of each other. Right. Yeah. So does that yeah, mean the play in tournaments? Can't... Sorry, the play in tournaments is Danny Ward. No, because he'll be oh no, because people will say, why not? I pay I pay up for the biggest favor. Is that how it works? People just say why that's not? He, how he's it, the most that's expensive. Kinda how it works. Yeah. 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 That, that is kind of right, I take it back. Don't use Danny Ward. Do not No, use I mean him. you can use Danny Ward, but I mean he'll be yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah, I mean it's uh you know, you you like. I'd rather have you know Crystal Palace. I even like Fulham to have a clean sheet more than I do like Leicester. And I mean, it kind of shows it in the odds almost. So it's it's like, why are we paying up for Leicester so much here? So yeah, but I don't mind. Like to me, truthfully, I'm more likely in GPP to play one of the keepers in the Crystal Palace Villa game only because I'm more likely to not play any of those players, the outfield players anyway. Yeah, like you yeah. said, it's going to be a cagey match. So. No, well, like I said, is that they're overpriced, so I'm probably not going to be playing them in a cagey match. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh it's uh it's a, a fun slate uh, for you got a lot of ways to go. Uh for cash games there's you know you got a few guys. You got your Madisons, you got your your Grays. We'll see what Ward Prowse, we'll see how popular he is. We'll see what Ford it looks like. We'll see how popular Dina is. Um I don't know does anything stand out here? Do we want to Jordan already gave his strategy of Fulham. I have a Fulham lineup myself, so I can't give another Fulham recommendation out. But, uh, Ryan, is there a game that you like more than the others uh, out of these four, or does anything stand out to you? Well, yeah, I do li- I do like Fulham, um, but I'm not just uh, – I won't just say Fulham just because Jordan did. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like – I don't – Everton to seem all right. I mean, I'm looking to play Gordon and Gray. Yeah, and, you're, you know, maybe Patterson. We're big Gordon guys on this show, so. I think a good, I think, uh, something that people may not do, is, when I mean, we said that that Everton has better clean sheet odds than Leicester because they're leaky, so I think people will play Ward Prowse. I think people will play if he starts Joe Arebo. Why don't you play Madison, uh, some type of Madison plus like a second Leicester player? We didn't mention him if he starts. I mean, like Jay Adams and that line. Like, if we think that Leicester gives up a goal, find the goal. Like, where is that goal coming from? And you'd rather get it in a lower owned spot. So we talked people... about this. Musa Gineppo, right? No, no not right. Musa Gineppo. Stuart Armstrong or Jay Adams. Like get away from Ward Prowse, or, or I mean, or you could play those together. Just that I think playing Madison Ward Prowse is just I, Madison Arebo. You're running into very similar lineup constructions. I don't think you're gonna see anyone enough playing like Stuart Armstrong or Che Adams, you know, or or uh, depending in you know, uh, Kyle Walker Peters. You pair them together. Kyle Walker Peters plus Che Adams yeah, plus Madison. You know, that's a I, good point, Jordan. You just you like just reminded me of. Like on these slates, on these slates where we have these midfielders and where midfielders are, when and where midfield is the strongest position, um, yeah, these are the slates where if you, I don't like, this is the slate where I, the type of slate where I played like El Yanusi or Fornals, and they never own because they're on Ward, they're with Ward Prowse, Madison, Mount, ZH. I mean, all these guys. So when you get the goal from like a Stuart Armstrong or like whoever, Niskins, Cabano, I mean, it does so much more damage uh, when you have the high ownership on all these other midfielders. So yeah, that's a, that's the construction to look for. Cause I see that people will play Madison, but like, if you want Madison ceiling, you want a game that's like three to two, right? So it's like, if that's the case, then, well, why aren't you taking Southampton in those lineups? And I think Ward Prowse and Joe Arebo, if starting, will be the two guys that people do take. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I want to play Madison Arebo, and I understand that other people do too, but yeah, I mean, yeah. But I then get another second uh, Southampton. Get Do Arebo Armstrong, Arebo Adams, do something right. like that. Or add yeah. the, the, the second... Not do Madison, not Vardy. Do Madison Barnes. Do Matt like like just get away from like just Madison Arebo. Yeah, you're yeah, Arebo. definitely, definitely. I think those are great points. I I I need to do some of that. And, and you know who is it going to be? You know who's going to put up the twenty six pointer? 
Musa Gineppo. <laughs> yeah, with, with with Dewsbury Hall on the other side. Well, it worked for Johnny last week for for Adam, so maybe maybe Musa Musa does it does it for him this week. It worked. We knew that was going to happen. Come on. <laughs> uh, I want to read up some goal odds for you guys here. We have we have Jacob Ramsey plus five fifty, Nathan Patterson plus six hundred, Dewsbury Hall plus nine hundred. Uh, what? What are our thoughts here based off our conversations earlier? They're still high odds. Who cares? Well, we, I mean, you're talking about Dewsbury Hall at 57. I'm talking about, understand, I'm not talking about Dewsbury Hall to score a goal. I'm talking I mean, about what's the as point leverage of using? off of Madison. It if makes Madison me kind does of like, poorly, who does well? It makes me kind of like Nathan Patterson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is, is yeah. Nathan Patterson going to be popular because his, his goal odds are at plus 600? I mean, I like Nathan Patterson. I don't know. Do, do a lot of people look at that? It, while we're on the topic of goal odds, and just, you know, real quickly, I know we're, we're, we're going a little long here maybe, but how does – I wrote a, I touched on this in the article just a little. How does Edward have better goal scoring odds than Zaha? Somebody tell me. Like, uh, am I wrong? Because people make these odds – and people wager money on them that, and I don't know what I'm doing. I don't bet soccer. I don't make soccer odds. But I mean, Zaha takes penalties. You should he start 90 minutes. He's better than Edward. He scores way different kind of goals. I mean, I don't know. Like Edward's center forward, but they're going to get the same amount of chances. Yeah, these are uh, again. This is a DraftKings show, but these are FanDuel odds. We have not changed them on the cheat sheet yet. DraftKings odds: Zaha plus one sixty to score, Eduard plus two. I mean, you got score. a guy who plays sixty minutes and a guy who plays ninety and has penalties and scores like long range goals and scores goals where he beats three people. I mean, I'm just goals. Why, why are you playing Zaha on this slate? You make why are why are you Zaha's betting? Maybe to be the low owned forward. That no, I'll well. play Zaha definitely. I'll play. Why some are Zaha. you betting Zaha to score at plus two thirty? <laughs> I'm playing Zaha and Mitrovic from the top range. I mean, these plus two thirty odds are pretty good, actually. Now that now that you got me thinking about it, but no, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't. As far as the game goes, I don't. I could see that game finishing zero zero. I don't really think Zaha's going to score. I just mean in general, right? Yeah, I yeah. just can't see how Edward's more likely to score. Yeah, I had one quick question for you guys before we leave. Uh, in terms of the so the back heel, the main GPB, the twenty dollar entry or whatever it is, how many entries? Uh, I don't know if this is too much information to ask, but how many entries do you guys usually put into it? I, well, I got six. Well, this, I mean, this structure is Horrible. really bad. Yes. Um, <laughs> does it depend on a week-to-week basis in terms of the, of the payout kind of a thing? It depends. Well, sorry, I haven't even looked yet. I'm just, I'm bringing it up. Um, I, I don't, I don't mass anything in soccer. So I only, yeah. play, typically I'll, I'll play, it's not anywhere from just a cash lineup, and that's all I'm playing, to somewhere between four and eight lineups. And typically, I, th- I throw them all into the large field, and then maybe yeah. one or two are the smaller field stuff that I build for. Like, I'm not playing that many lineups. The, the, the prize structures do not connotate mass entering. And with an hour before lock, I like focusing on nice, you know, here's six lineups. And Okay, so I'll get... Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give like my take. Twenty dollars is a little bit more than it is usually, um, but I'll, I'll 
I'll still, I'm still going to play 20 lineups, but as far as like the structure goes, we see 20 K to first, then six K three K. I mean, this is an especially bad structure. The first slate of the season had 20 K to first and it was an almost double the purse. It was like a hundred K. Uh, this has the same. So anyways, though, this is only because it's fewer people. It's 105 max instead of 141. So that's okay. There's like 10 people who max enter. And then the other thing is because this is a tournament where like with only 60 K in the prize pool, it shouldn't be 20 K to first. Like you should never be able to win 20 K from this prize pool. So what it means is there's less people between like me and 20 K than there should be. So there, so there's still, so there's a better chance to win. Like I, I started to realize this on those, they always have these slates with a three K prize pool and one K to first. I would be like, man, this is the worst structure ever. I mean, you know, it's like 1K to first and then 300, 100, and then nothing. But that's the fewest amount of people that's ever going to be between you and 1K. If you want like a good structure with the 10K prize pool and 1K to first, I mean, we're playing GPPs for first. So I can at least make an argument that it's like an easier way to 20K when there's less people. You can put less lineups in, I mean. You know what I'm saying, Jordan? Like, no, I agree with you. Just that the the, the swings of your bankroll, the variance oh. is going to be way higher, way, way I, higher. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I prioritize that a lot more. So with 20k to first and 150 dollars to seventh, that is just absolutely. That's so here's your here's your steak knives. Like, right, right, right. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't. Why would I ever play a lot of lineups into that? Even the three, the 333 last week I didn't play, and I'm not playing it this week because. 33% of the prize pool goes to first and it's like 10 K to first or something. And then by like, Oh, eighth place is like double your money. It's like, really? Like that's just, that's, that's, that's stupid. I, I don't, I'd rather just be five K to first. And then you spread it out five K, four K, three K, two K, 1500 at that. Like a nice thing like that. I'll play one lineup and yeah. keep a dude all day. Like that, that's, that's what I prefer. But you know, people are stupid and that's what they enter. So, well, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, just to finish on that, that first week, okay, that uh, it was a 100K prize pool and they had 20K to first. Okay, fine. We like that. That's what being 20% what we, to first. That's fine. That's what we've been asking for. But then second was 75 instead of 10K. Second was 75 and third was 35. Like, I, I don't know. Sorry. So, Adam, to answer your question, I'm going to put, put 20 in for sure. So, I don't know what you were getting at, but. I was just seeing like what you guys are at compared to like the Sarah Max and just, I mean, some people who watch us, you know, they're just starting for the first time kind of thing, entering this main one once or twice. And it, it, it's just like not a good strategy to win money. I feel like, like, I feel like you have to hit a certain amount of entries to actually have a consistent chance of winning it instead of, yeah, you know, yeah. entering it once a week. probably right. Like you, sh- I know what you're getting at. Like you want to have, to play this one, like Jordan said, it's going to kill your bankroll if you don't, if you're not like winning first here and there. Um, so yeah, you want to have like a comfortable bankroll to be able to, I'd say play five entries in this, like, or else, you know, stick to single entries or the lower stakes, you know, build a bankroll, I would say, because this is not like a tournament where you're going to build a bankroll or sustain a bankroll. You're playing this tournament to take a few shots at, at, an, at hitting 20 K. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, if you're not prepared to lose a lot of the time, then don't play it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. There we go. So that's it. That's it. The show. That's it. Jordan, Ryan, thanks for joining us. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. As Jordan mentioned, free 10 day trial. 
And again, you can use this cheat sheet. It's all we use. You can get all this stuff here. You got the odds right here. And we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll get another ticket. Maybe one of us will win 20K. Um, you know, oh, I don't know. We can do but both. Yeah. We can do both. Ryan, we'll do both. Ryan, you can have the ticket this week. I'll take the 20K. Is that okay? I'm okay. actually going to get no, the no, ticket. I'd sign up for that and right the now. 20K. I'll sign up for that. Fine. I'm not going to win anything. Whatever, guys. All right. <laughs> no, you you can get second. <laughs> right. You can get you, you can get seventh place sake knives. So that's right. perfectly fine. DFS Chan says I cannot fathom how many deodorants Ryan goes through with all these DFS soccer sweats. And oh, that's... Well, I appreciate that, man, but I I haven't <laughs> had I haven't had one yet, but there's only been two Saturdays. But <laughs> that's yeah, how we'll end the show. Uh Jordan is at Blender HD, Ryan is at Ryan Belangi, I am at Rotos Drake. You can find us on the Discord. You can find us at RotoWire. We will be back next week. See you, everyone, then. Thank you, Ryan, and thank you, Jordan. Thanks, guys. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.